is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love some classic Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and I'm the captain now, and this is the Night the Hallmark Podcast. Wow, wow, wow. We're back, everybody. Happy Monday. It is week 20, Alonzo. Week 20 of the 25 weeks of Christmas, which means it's just, it's just almost all done. <laughs> Time keeps on slipping into the future, as they say. It, you said it, buddy. You said it exactly <laughs> the way that I would have. That's exactly right. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. It's, um, you know, uh, like I said, Los Angeles, May, June, it's really not super hot yet. So there's still a lot of overcast action, which I'm down for. And I just had a birthday, which was nice. And um, (laughs) I am I am now 55 years old. There you go. Still old enough to be Brand's dad. Anyway, uh, (laughs) the mind reels. Uh, But no, things are things are great. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, you know some fun summer stuff. Some you know I know Deck the Hallmark's got a whole big Christmas in July thing planned, and you know Leon Day. So much happening at this time of year. That's exactly right. We'll be celebrating. Not you. You won't be there, but we'll be Mm -hmm. celebrating uh, Leon Day at Rama Drama. We're very excited about that. And so if you're in. Florida for whatever reason, I you know I'll try not. To, I mean I'm going to be there, so who am I Why to judge? Everyone would be in who, Florida, sure. Who, who am I to judge? Gosh, it's going to be so hot. I'm I'm dreading. I'm dread. You know what? I also just found out, and this isn't going to matter to you or really to most people, but as I'm sure you know, my Orlando Magic got the number one pick in the draft, which is was huge news, just biggest Great. news. You know when that draft is? Right during Rama Drama. No, oh, brand. so if I go missing for like ten minutes, I'm definitely not in the bathroom watching the draft. Uh, look, somewhere at Roma Drama, there is going to be like a, a huddle of like husbands who who had to accompany their significant others to this thing, and they they will no doubt be watching the NBA draft. So. I don't- I don't know, man. That's really sweet. That's really like nice thinking, but I don't think that's going to be happening, but we'll, we'll see if it's anything that's like true. the, the crew at Christmas con. That's uh, true. They, they can all drive cool. themselves. Yeah. Um, and then you, we got Christmas con California coming up, yes. which is, uh, I'm sure in, exciting for those out in, there. Are you going to try to venture, venture up, venture up? Yeah, I've, I've, I've been, I've sort of let the organizers know, Hey, I'm, I'm here. You don't have to put me in a hotel or whatever. Like if, if, if you want me to, participate in any way i'm happy to do it maybe i'll just show up and wander the floor with copies of you know i'll be home for christmas movies uh, get your paper get your paper i'm selling them at cover price i'm not handing anything out yeah yeah (laughs) it'll be a quarter and by a quarter i mean 25 (laughs) dollars Thank you very much. A quarter of a million. A quarter, uh, a qu- it'll be a quarter of a hundred dollars. That's how normal people say it. Uh, and we are uh, just a month away from basically Christmas in July kicking off yeah. over on Homer Music yeah. Mysteries. Very excited about that. Um, and excited to see the, the full schedule. Uh, as of recording this, schedule's not sure. out. And we don't know if there's going to be a, an original or new one. Nope. But we'll see. 
We, but you know, we're we're we're, we're all hovering over our keyboards. So we oh, we sure know. we sure are. We sure are, pal. I, I I know I know that I know that I am. Um, do we have a, a movie today to, to talk about? We do have a movie today. So yeah, I mentioned before, uh, my list got kind of thrown off because. Uh, at one point, I wanted to watch uh, the another great 1940s movie, uh, I'll Be Seeing You, uh, with uh, Ginger Rogers and Joseph Cotton. It is not streaming anywhere. Ah! Uh, there is a lovely Blu-ray that Kino Lorber put out. Where recently, are you, I've, Christmas? Exactly. Thank you very much. But I've been trying to kind of keep it to the streaming stuff because that's easiest for everybody to watch, including Bran. And yeah, no dice. No dice. No dice. I, I, I thought we'd get to this far in the season and like I would still, there might be a chance. No, nothing. So I decided to switch it up. And uh, what we are going to talk about is a movie that I've probably referenced several times over the course of 25 Weeks of Christmas. Um it is in color, it is a musical, and it is 1970s Scrooge, uh, based on A Christmas Carol, starring the great Albert Finney in the lead role. Um, and this is a movie that comes at the end of the 1960s sort of mega musical moment, like after Mary Poppins and The Sound of Music. This became, is the musical one. This is the musical one, yes. yes. After after Mary Poppins and Sound of Music became big hits, all the studios decided to start churning out these big, you know, road show. There's an intermission musicals. As and they most should. Of them, most of them tanked, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, but the uh, but but as it turns out, uh, Scrooge, um, you know, did pretty well and has endured as a, a classic. And it pops up a lot around the holidays. It recently, you know, turned fifty, uh, and and they they made it available on you know digital for the first time. But there's a Blu-ray. There's a whole thing. And it's written by Leslie Brickus. He did all the songs, and Leslie Brickus is probably most famous. He and Anthony Newley were songwriting partners um, in the '60s. They were very successful. They their shows include uh, "Stop the World, I Want to Get Off" and "The Roar of the Grease Paint, the Smell of the Crowd," and "Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory." Uh, so this is Brickus on his own, and. Um, I think the songs are really terrific. I think Finney is great. Uh, as we'll discuss, he's one of the few actors in one of these movies to play young Scrooge and old Scrooge, which I think makes a big difference. The ghosts are played by the likes of Alec Guinness and Dame Edith Evans. Um, it's just a, a delight. And, and, I can honestly say, while very often with movies we talk about, oh, I saw it when I was you know six, and it's just been my favorite forever. I never saw this movie until I was in my thirties. Okay. Uh, my husband showed me this movie for the first time, and I was just like, I love this. So I'm great. Yes, I'm great. He says from the sidelines. Accurate. So yeah. I am uh, I am thrilled to share it with you. I think you're really going to enjoy it. It is currently streaming for free on something called Plex. Uh, but it's also rentable at Amazon and, and iTunes and all the places. So great. great. Is it like, ha is it, are the songs like decrease the surplus population? <laughs> is it kind of like that? Uh, no, <laughs> okay. thankfully. Um, I will say this. I pretty much never like tiny Tim in uh, any version of a Christmas Carol. Oh, and this, this one, this one gets his own song and it's usually the part where I go up and make is a sandwich. Like, but Kind of, but I'll let you be the judge of that one. I'll be making a sandwich while you watch that. But uh, uh, yeah, Scrooge. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> From Ronald Neem, the director of the Poseidon Adventure. Wow, I'm very excited about this. I, I'm I'm happy 
to watch it. I'm happy to find out whatever Plex is, and I, you know, always <laughs> down to down to use something new. And sure. um, well, let's take a quick break. I'll go watch it right in the middle of this break. Yeah, no worries, everybody. Um, and then we're okay. gonna come right back, and we'll uh, break this movie down here on Deck the Hallmark. We're back. We're talking Scrooge, Scroogey McScrooge, Scrooge song time, as I like to call it. <laughs> Very excited to talk about it. Uh, Alonzo, will you do me, do all of us the large honor of uh, giving us a little rundown, a synopsis, if you will, of this sure. film? Sure. Because yes, I know, I, I know really people out there are like, the story. what is Scrooge? What even happens? <laughs> yes. Uh, so hang on, let me get. I have a date here. Uh, Scrooge uh, opened on December seventeenth, nineteen seventy one, and it went a little something like this. Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, he's uh, miserly and terrible and mean to his poor employee Bob Cratchit and to his nephew Fred. And uh, it's seven years since his partner, Jacob Marley, died. Well, Jacob Marley's ghost appears to him that night after Scrooge has gone around the neighborhood shaking up everybody for the money they owe him and uh, charging them more interest if they want to, more time to pay him back. Marley lets him know that um, he is uh, on a collision course with the, the H-E double hockey sticks if he doesn't get his act uh-huh. together. And he's going to send some ghosts his way to teach him a lesson or two. So that night, Scrooge is visited by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. Um, he sees uh, what his life could have been, him, himself young and in love, played by the same actor, which is very cool. Um, he sees uh, the, the, the Cratchits and, and Fred having a wonderful Christmas time. Um, he sees the future where, um, you know, Tiny Tim will not be there, and he will be in a very, very cold room uh, working for the devil. Scrooge learns his lesson, spends the last 20 minutes reprising every single song that has appeared in the movie up till then, and is a changed man forever and buys the biggest dang turkey you ever saw in your life. And that, my friends, was Scrooge. Scrooge, it was indeed, my friend. An excellent job, if I if I do say so, and I do say so. Uh, let's talk about it. This is the uh, second... Christmas Carol themed movie yeah. we have done, but only one of them had songs. Mm. So let's talk so about it. Uh, Alonzo, I'll let you go first. You've, you've mentioned that you love this one and all that good stuff, but give me a little, yeah. little extra juice. Sure. Well, again, this was, you know, un- unlike I think a lot of times where, you know, our Christmas favorites are the things that we grew up on, which I certainly have those myself. Uh, I was shown this movie for the first time in my thirties uh, by my husband who um, actually, he used to teach at a school in Fort Worth that was all um, people who had arrived uh, from other countries speaking other languages. So they would do an entire year at this school that was all English as a second language. And then they would sort of go into whatever their neighborhood, you know, Fort Worth schools were. And when he would get to the section on holidays, this is the movie that he would show them to sort of explain Christmas and what Christmas looks like and what okay. Christmas traditions are, that kind of thing. And so he showed it to me and I was just, I immediately was was crazy about it. And it turns out part of the reason that, that I was so crazy about it is that it is the, the script and the songs are all written by Leslie Brickus. And that name might not mean anything to you, but... 
Leslie Bricketts and Anthony Newley did all the songs for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. They did the original Dr. Doolittle musical and Stop the World, I Want to Get Off. They did a lot of, a lot of songs that Sammy Davis Jr. covered, including at least one song from Scrooge. Um, and, uh, and anyway, yeah, so I just, I think it's, it's a really great adaptation, both as a musical, which I'm a fan of, and also as a Christmas Carol adaptation. I think it does a lot right that not, maybe not necessarily every adaptation does. Uh, the performances are terrific. Um, I've said a million times, Albert Finney playing old Scrooge and young Scrooge makes a huge difference. Almost nobody else does that. And it really, I think adds something to the, to the characterization. Um, and I think the songs are terrific and, and, and the end is really joyous. Um, here's a story you'll, you'll find funny. Uh, years ago, like, about 20 years ago or so, Dave and I went to a screening of Scrooge in Los Angeles and um, the director was still alive and did a Q&A at the end of it. And uh, somebody asked him, like, if, if when you go back and look at this film now, like, are there any changes uh, that you would make? Huh. And he said, he said, well, you know, I might trim up that last 20 minutes or so. It's it's kind of a lot. And people in the audience are going, no, like, don't you touch it. Because one of the things that movies does so well is that very quick, very often in, in these Christmas Carol adaptations, Scrooge's transition from like miser to, you know, big, full of love, loves Christmas guy happens real fast and you barely get to savor it. And then it's over. We're all, we're all going home. You get so much yeah. of it in this movie. And there's like handbell choirs and people dancing in the street and, um, you know, toy buying and, and like I said all the songs get reprise it's it is this just explosion of Christmas joy and and that's one of the things that I think that makes the movie so great I agree Alonzo oh yes boy it was good it was good it was real good I you know <laughs> it's a Christmas Carol we've all seen it we all know it sure. we've all lived it at this point mm-hmm. uh, but gee golly every once in a while you see a version you're like well, it's it's better than it was. Like it's it somehow makes like it just there's something about this story that you can still like build upon and do cool things with, and uh, this is a, a perfect um, uh, not recommendation, a perfect adaptation adaptation of like I just think it's so good and the music was so yeah. good and I agree. I think you could you could trim up really um any of the other part of the movie aside from the last 20 minutes don't touch it <laughs> don't touch it um so yeah i really liked it i thank you for um allowing me to watch it uh alonzo you're 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 a good man uh you know it's it's tough i think um i'm trying to think like would this be something that i would watch every year mm-hmm. and there's not a christmas carol that i watch every year it's just like you know, I think it's one of those stories that it's like at this point it's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Like it's, I don't, it's in your DNA. Yeah, you know? I don't need I don't need to watch it every year. I don't need to watch it every year. I, I could I could see working this one into maybe not an every year rotation, but a maybe a every other year rotation or something like that. Because as far Absolutely. as as far as Christmas carols go, this one at least feels like there's a lot of lot of life to it. You know, and uh, yeah. I liked Finney as well. I thought he was fantastic. So great job. Great job all around. (laughs) This movie's coming at an, at an interesting point in history because, um, you know, in the sixties, uh, early on you had like Mary Poppins and then the sound of music making huge, huge bank. And so all of these studios, all the major Hollywood studios sunk 
untold amounts of money into making their own big musicals, almost all of which failed. You know, mm. you're like Star and Camelot and, um, you know, Finian's Rainbow. Like uh, I'll take your word for all three of those that I yeah, definitely exactly. have not they, heard of. They, they have not lingered in the consciousness, you know, but like these are like big expensive productions that like would go out with an intermission and, you know, you would buy your tickets months in advance, what they call the roadshow release. And this movie specifically is coming on the heels of Oliver, which was a big hit and won Best Picture in 1968, beating out 2001 A Space Odyssey, among other things. And so that movie sort of provides a direct template to this one in terms of like, oh, it's a Dickens adaptation, but we're going to fill the streets of Victoria London, Victorian London with like dancing, you know, chimney sweeps or whatever. And it works, I think. Um, this is one of the best looking adaptations I've ever seen in terms of like, uh, sometimes you, you feel like they, they've, they've made all of London like one block, yeah. you know, like that's what they could afford in the set. Like we're going to shoot from this angle and then we're going to shoot from that angle. Like this one really feels like it, it extends out in different directions and it, it is, it is overcast and it is gloomy and smoky. And you know, the, like um, there's a, there's a musical Christmas Carol TV movie, the one with Kelsey Grammer. I don't know if mm -hmm. you've seen that one. It's so bright. Yeah. Like you, it, it's like, it's like Victorian London, but in Malibu, like there's so much <laughs> light all the time. You're like, where is, no, this is the industrial revolution. It shouldn't look like this. This movie feels like it's like, it's what it's supposed to look like, but it's not a big bummer to have it look that way. It just gives it, you know, some character and some, some, you know, uh, a, a sense of place. But then you also get like those flashback scenes where, you know, he and, and, and uh, his, his, you know, Isabel are like, you know, riding in carriages and doing archery. And it's like, it's very gorgeous and outdoors and Finney's all like young and hot and wearing a top hat and looking super sexy. Um, mm. Yeah. I just think this movie scores across the board. Again, I could live without the tiny Tim song. It's a little, That's it's fair. a little tear, tear milky, but I understand it's just, it's part of the story. You, you can't gotta do it. Yeah, do it. it. You know, uh, I was yeah. going to mention how much I liked the set pieces. I thought it looked awesome, but I also, uh, really enjoy, I don't, you know, I'm not good with names or, you know, looking things up, but I really liked this, uh, Bob Cratchit. I thought Cratchit was great. Yeah, no, he's he's terrific, uh, and and he gets uh, you know I I think uh, Christmas Children at the beginning is is a really great song, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, David Collings is the guy who plays Bob Cratchit. Shout out to David. Uh, he was he was on Doctor Who for a good chunk of the seventies. That might be is he still, might recognize him from that. Is he still alive? He uh, he uh, passed away uh, in twenty twenty actually, wow. March of twenty twenty. Yeah. Whoa. But. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who's who's still with us from this cast. You know, um, Finney obviously has passed on, and right. uh, most of. The, I mean, I guess I bet I bet Tiny Tim's alive, right? Because he was he's he's like my age, basically. Right. <laughs> how old was how, how old was Finney when he did this movie? Uh, good question. Because because he you. plays old old Scrooge, like I would be like, oh, yeah, that's how old he is. But then I see young Scrooge, and I'm like, is that how old he is? <laughs> he was he was he's 34 okay. so like he's in the flashbacks he's playing younger and in the rest of the movie he's playing much much older right uh but he but I mean, he makes it work I, I really think he's the kind of the linchpin for what makes this between him and the songs i think is what really makes this movie so great but i also i love the ghosts i mean like alec guinness as jacob marley come on mm -hmm. yeah, like that that's that's great stuff there damien evans is the the ghost of christmas past kenneth moore as the ghost of christmas. i i love how the ghost of christmas present 
always gets to bust Scrooge's chops. Yeah. Uh, I mean, literally in the case of Scrooge, obviously where he's being pummeled with toasters by Carol Kane, but like the way that Kenneth Moore does it here, the way that like uh, Edward Woodward does it in the George C. Scott version mm-hmm. where, you know, Scrooge will sort of complain about things or try and make the case for why he's really a good guy. And they're just like, uh-huh. Yeah, that's great. Like, you know, just not even, not even, uh, you know, humoring his, his stuff. Um, yeah, I, I it, this it all works really well. That was a good fake yawn. I think you got Thank a you. you got a future in this business, kid. <laughs> I think I would make a good Ghost of Christmas present. I think I, I think green velvet robes. Would Let's be get that petition going <laughs> now. Uh, Christmas uh, spirits. Uh, in this case, not the the one from the movie, but uh, sure. the the spirit of the movie and uh, what it kind of made us feel in regards to Christmas feels. What do you think, Alonzo? Oh, tens across the board. I mean, you know, from all of the, you know, the, 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 the Christmas children number at the beginning is Bob Cratchit taking his two youngest kids as he's buying all of the, the facets of their, of their Christmas feast. And you sort of see like how the rich people spend it. And, you know, like they're, they're shelling out for like the super fancy, you know, uh, a top shelf booze. And he's getting like, you know, the stuff out of the spigot from the guy on the street, you know, yeah. but everything is super decorated and everybody's buzzing about and getting ready for the holiday. There's the big Christmas party that Fred throws, you know, there's a lot of like lighting candles on trees, which is always really cool and, and, and old school. And then again, that, that the last 20 minutes is just like Christmas heroin being injected into your veins. It's, there's just so much of it. I, it, it's my go-to This is absolutely. You got a uh, Scrooge in a Santa costume climbing ladders. So yes. I mean, what more do you want? Come on. That's all you need. Yeah, I agree. 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, yeah. all, all the Christmas, all the time. I don't know what to do for this next one with Christmas recommendations because <laughs> I feel like we've done it and we've said it. Uh, you got anything new? Maybe you have another Finney movie. I, I feel like this oh. is maybe my first Finney. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, um, I'm a big fan of, he made a movie in 1967 with Audrey Hepburn called Two for the Road. And it's about a married couple who sort of thinks of themselves as like, oh, it, it, we've never been happy together. We've never been in love with each other. But over the course of this one trip that they're taking, you see flashbacks to all the other times they've taken that trip together, like when they first met, when they were newlyweds, and when they just had a kid. And you get to see how they they have been a good couple, and they have been in love with each other, but they just have forgotten about it because at the moment they're annoyed with each other. And so they play a variety of ages in that film as well. Um, and it's, it's one of my all-time favorite movies so uh i would definitely recommend that one and then if you want like later uh sort of elder statesman albert finney you've got like you know aaron brockovich or big fish big fish i've seen big fish yeah he's the dad he's okay. the or the grandfather whatever in, uh, in big fish yeah. every time you say i'll give a recommendation every time you say finney i think of phineas and ferb and so okay. uh go ahead and watch that cartoon uh for no other reason. And they've got two two great Christmas specials. That's true. Actually. Look at you. Look at you. Uh, they had a new movie come out, I think, during the pandemic or something like that. Uh, yeah, brought yeah, it back. yeah. Haven't seen it, but uh, maybe I will. One now. of the one of those Christmas. I've never really watched the show, but I have watched the Christmas specials, and one of them has a reworking of the lyrics of Good King Wenceslas to actually be historically accurate about Wenceslas. It's like, I, I, wow. I'm very impressed. By Next level, that Phineas and Ferb. I've always said that. I've always said that. Um, we're going to be back next week. I will yeah. uh, tell everybody what we're going to watch. Okay, okay. And I'm taking, I'm, a bit, I'll, I'm taking a bit of a risk here, Alonzo. 
Really? Uh, um, As opposed to... <laughs> well, okay. We'll just take your headphones off. <laughs> okay, into the soundproof booth. So earlier this year, Alonzo sent me a list of movies to watch and this or that he doesn't like or hasn't seen. And this movie wasn't on it, but I'm interested to have the conversation with him about it. And it's the Santa Claus 3, Tim Allen, Martin Short. Let's see what happens. All right. Excellent. Can't wait. We're gonna uh, we're gonna be gone uh, now, and we'll be back. That's how that works. And until then, maybe we'll the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live, and yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina is produced by Brandon Gray. Set decor by Plum Haywood Mall. For more information on all Bramble Jam podcasts, you can go to BrambleJamPodcast.com. For more information on how to listen to Deck the Hallmark ad-free, you can go to BrambleJamPlus.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.